Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Never missing an opportunity to enjoy festive occasions. Today we shall celebrate Cinco de Mayo. It is not, I repeat, it is not Mexican Independence Day. For you lieutenants that want to ride me like you did last year and said I was not being a patriotic American. I was encouraging illegal aliens to come over by even talking about Cinco de Mayo. I say to all of you, go screw yourselves. Because today, this alpha and every other alpha that is listening to the Cigar Dave show will enjoy some great tequila, great tequila libations, maybe some Mexican delicacies, All to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, which is T-minus three days away and counting. It is not Mexican Independence Day, lieutenants, and I assure you, not one illegal Mexican alien was used in the production of today's show. Long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. We have left command center alpha. Well, I shouldn't say that. Anywhere where I originate the Cigar Dave show from because becomes Command Center Alpha. We're not in Humidor 1A, but we have moved to a Ford Theater of Command. Today we are at Edison Food and Drink Lab here in the Cigar City because we have some very special guests that will help us celebrate Cinco de Mayo, tell you everything you need to know about tequila, tequila concoctions, and even some Mexican delicacies as well. And later on, to celebrate the running of the roses, the Kentucky Derby, We will even tell you how to fix, how to prepare the correct mint julep. And if you are lucky, lieutenants, I will do my Buckner mint julep ceremony impression as we get ready to celebrate the running of the roses. It is my pleasure to welcome front and center a longtime friend, the resident sommelier of the Cigar Dave Show, sommelier Dave Cavanis. Greetings, sommelier Dave. Senior General, long ashes to you. May today be the best day of drinking tequila you've had in at least a week. What are you, sommelier uh, Frito Bandito today? Anything <laughs> anything for a laugh. It's great to be with you today. There you go. And, of course, we've got our, uh, our mixologist, Ryan Pines, who has joined us many times, an award-winning mixologist, probably the most recognized mixologist, not only in the Cigar City, but in the entire state of Florida, the southeast, perhaps, in these United States of America. Mixologist Ryan, great to have you. Why, thank you very much, General. Long ashes and salutations to you as well. Back at you. Now, we have brought 
the Cigar Dave Show to you. We yeah. are here at Edison Food and Drink Lab. It is on Kennedy Boulevard, yep. a very, very uh, lovely restaurant here in the Cigar City, right near downtown Tampa. And we are in their private, they call this the Drink Lab. Yeah, the, the Drink Lab. This is our laboratory. It's uh, used for private seatings, private, private fun things like we're doing today. And you've got a bar that you wheeled right up. You've yeah. got everything. In the past, we've had you come to Humidor 1A, yeah. which is palatial. Yeah. But this is fabulous. We come right here today. Yeah, and I just moved the bar up to you. you, you literally, <laughs> Lieutenant, he, he literally did. His this microphone cable wasn't long enough. He said, no problem, General. I will move the bar. It's on wheels. By the way, when you're done, can you fit that in my SUV? And I'll I take that I think home. we could do that. You know, we might have to outfit it with a couple of, like, little speed racks to kind of make it a little bit better. But, yeah, we could totally get that done. Fantastic. And for our litation today... To accompany our fine tequilas, we will be enjoying the April 2015 selection, the Rocky Patel Super Lajero that was just shipped out a couple of days ago. We had a slight delay, and the reason is the Rocky Patel Super Lajero, which was launched back in November, is such a hot cigar, was so back-ordered and a huge seller that they had to allow for the cigars that are aging in the humidor to be ready to be totally aged so that they could ship those. So they just came out of the humidor. They were shipped from Nicaragua, and they have been mailed. So if you are a member of the Officers Club and you're getting your Rocky Patel Super Lajero selection in May, which we are in now, it is the April 2015 selection, and you will see that right on the uh, special info insert that accompanies the fine Super Lajero Rocky Patel cigars. All right, let us talk a little bit about Cinco de Mayo. Translated from Spanish to Espanol, it is 5 of May. And Cinco de Mayo is May 5th. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. Simply amazing. (laughs) Now, Cinco de Mayo, there is a misperception. Many people think that it is Mexicans' Independence Day. I'm here to tell, tell you that that is incorrect. Cinco de Mayo commemorates the Mexican Army's unlikely victory over French forces at the Battle of Puebla on May 5, 1862, under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza Seguin. He's got a nice name. I like that. Ignacio <laughs> Zaragoza well. Seguin. He's just got a couple of names. He does. Now, in the United States, as I mentioned, in other countries, people mistake Cinco de Mayo with Mexicans' Independence Day. And many people, I, and I'm one of those people that am totally against illegal aliens, illegal immigration, but let's get our facts straight. It has nothing to do with celebrating Mexico's independence. And the fact of the matter is, this is nothing more, it's like St. Patty's Day now. It is nothing more than a way to celebrate, really, have a party and yes. enjoy tequila and some Mexican food. Swing by the drive-thru at Taco Bell, although many people think Taco Bell is the Mexican phone company. Yeah. There is that delineation. It is just a day that people can go out. A drinking holiday. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, just like St. Patty's Day. And on Cinco de Mayo, everybody's Mexican. Congratulations. You're all illegals. Uh, and, and we're going to be able to get amnesty because right. of Obama, and we're not going to have to pay taxes. They're going to pay us to stay. How's Ooh, that? I Sounds great. It. That is fantastic. I don't Mex- want to pay taxes. That's right. Mexican. You know what? Neither did the, uh, the liberal host from MSNBC, which we talked about <laughs> last week. They're the first to say, pay your fair share. But none of them pay their fair share. Yeah, they, they all sure talk don't. about it, but they yeah. don't pay it, as uh, evidenced by a number of their on-air personalities, including Al Sharpton and Melissa Harris Perry. She did not pay 70000 in taxes, even though she knew about it for over a year. 
Al Sharpton, he's up to the tune of $3 million in Amazing. federal taxes and 700000 in New York state taxes, but he's still welcomed into the White House. Don't get me started, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mexican Independence Day is on September 16th. has nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo. Now, Somalia Dave... As you know, we will be talking today about tequila. We will look into the different types of tequila, what tequila is made from, how it is aged. We will talk about some, with mixologist Ryan, we'll look at some tequila-related concoctions. And there is a misconception, Somalia Dave, and we've talked about this all the time, that tequila, you drink it because you're on the beach and you're going to get an instant hangover, and that is not necessarily the case because tequila can be sipped just like a good bourbon sure. or a good single malt. Sure. Uh, you bring up a great point. If you overdrink any particular alcoholic pr- product, you're going to get a hangover. But tequila, which comes from the blue agave Weber plant, has to be either 100 percent of it or at least over 51 percent yeah and we will talk about the different types as well and about the plant and you're mentioning if you drink too much alcohol you're going to get inebriated sure that is why mick the brit the colonel in charge of the european theater of operations does not drink alcohol he has an iv hooked up directly into his bloodstream (laughs) therefore by not drinking it he can have massive amounts of alcoholic fuel running through his body to be an optimal condition to uh, conduct entertaining broadcast maneuvers i've seen that before yes and in fact when he was at the cigar festival a number of years ago and got inebriated it's because he took his alcohol iv out and started drinking it orally you're right all right lieutenants i like it we are at the edison food and drink lab specifically in the edison drink laboratory mixologist ryan pines Sommelier Dave Cavanis, I am the general. We will conduct tequila tasting maneuvers and educational maneuvers as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo, T minus three days away and counting. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following the general, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what the general is smoking. Click like at facebook.com slash cigar Dave. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Inejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, 
Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Pull out your sombreros. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. And, lieutenants, these sombreros that I am wearing, Sommelier Dave, mixologist Ryan, we are all wearing, were made by legal Mexicans here in the United States. There were no illegals made during any process of today's Cigar Dave Show. I want to make that very, very clear. And, by the way, I think I should be, instead of, instead of Cigar Dave, Maybe I should be uh, like the general who defeated the El General. Well, I could be El, El Jefe, El General. <laughs> but uh, the name of the general who defeated the French, General Ignacio Zaragoza Seguin. Uh, not Cigar Dave today. I'm Cigar Zaragoza. That sounds good. It's got <laughs> that a nice sounds thing to great. it. I am Cigar Zaragoza. Si, senor. All right. Lieutenants, welcome back. We are coming to you today from our Ford Theater of Command, which is at Edison Food and Drink Lab here in the Cigar City, because that is the home of our fine mixologist, Ryan Pines. And we wanted to come out into his drink laboratory, where he's got a full bar and different concoctions. But before we start getting into the concoctions and the different uh, delicacies from mixologist Ryan Somalier Dave, we need to talk about what tequila is. It is a specific name for a distilled beverage made from the blue agave plant, which is the area that surrounds the city of Tequila, 40 miles northwest of Guadalajara. It's in the highlands or the Los Altos of the northwestern Mexican state of Jalisco. And modern tequila must be made with only blue agave plants. Where this goes all the way back to the 1500s, the early 1600s, where the Aztecs were drinking it, and then the Spaniards came into the area. When they came into the area, they brought their brandy from Spain. Right. Well, they drank through all that brandy, and they were looking for some alcohol to consume, so they went to the local beverage, which was 
tequila, not necessarily called that, but it was the alcohol being made there from the blue Weber agave plants. And, you know, somebody, Dave, what's interesting is no matter where you look in the world, every people in that in their native area have always used something of nature, a plant or sugar or sure. something uh, that grows from the ground to create a dil- distilled spirit. And if we take a look here in the United States, we didn't have a lot of the uh, other grains that you, the malted grains that you use for Scotch whiskey or Irish whiskey. So our they forefathers use corn. used corn. Sure. Exactly. Mexico, agave. Right. In France, you have grapes uh, and brandy. And uh, in fact, beer was initially, the going back in history, was initially brewed in ancient Egypt. Sure. With bread. With bread, exactly. So when you look around the entire world, you can always take something that grows from the ground and turn it into an alcoholic distilled beverage. Sure, which is really unique about civilization. So no matter where you go, you're always going to have a beverage of choice to be consumed, which is indigenous to that area. And in Mexico, the Weber agave plant grows, so you use that. Brian's going to do a fantastic job today with some great tequilas. We got a couple of good things. Now, one thing I want to tell you is uh, originally before they started naming it tequila, it was actually called uh, pulque. Mm-hmm. So it was um, kind of their their fermented version. Now they didn't use the proper distillation, but they were they were actually fermenting it in these clay pots and letting it sit for long periods of time. Period of time. Now right. what was really cool is there's this book that I, I totally geek out on things like this. Is kind of like my thing. They uh, they had this really awesome style, and uh, they used to pray to the what was her name again the uh, the rabbit queen, and there was up to eleven thousand in levels of intoxication that you could reach while drinking pulque to supposedly pray to a god. I don't know what you call that. I call that getting drunk. Uh, I know many people have prayed <laughs> to the porcelain god. Yeah. So that, I don't <laughs> think she was a rabbit. I think it was a toilet or a, or a <laughs> hole. Once you hit that level of inebriation, it's all irrelevant how many stages there is. Now, tequila, as you mentioned, first produced in the 16th century. But when you take a look, it was around 1600 that Don Pedro Sanchez de Tagle, the Marquis of Altamira, began mass-producing tequila at the first factory in what is now modern-day Jalisco. By Mm -hmm. 1608, the colonial governor of Nueva Galicia had begun, ready for this, I know this is going to find this surprising, begun to tax tequila. Isn't that amazing? They tax A government wants to tax their libations. (laughs) Spain's King Carlos IV granted the Cuervo family Mm -hmm. the first license to commercially make tequila. Don Senovio Sousa founder of Sousa Tequila and municipal president of the village of Tequila from 1884 to 1885, the first Mexican to export tequila to the United States. Mm -hmm. And that's really probably where it began to take off. And what was at one time many small producers, like in the world of cigars, now you have large multinational conglomerates that have come in that own many of these tequila companies. Yes, oh, yeah. when you mentioned Cuervo, which is the largest, Salsa is very large, the Patrones, uh, some of your Diageos and other corporations. But when you look at it, Ryan will attest to this, there's so many, bouti- I want to use the word boutique, yeah. but so many almost like microbrew boutique distilleries making great tequila out there. Just like, for example, bourbon and scotch, there are different types of tequila. 
because mm-hmm. you can get tequila that's not really aged, then you can put it in uh, some barrels, age it, then you get Añejo, Reposado, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But, Samania, Dave, I want to go back to the blue agave plant because mm-hmm. describe that plant, what it almost looks like a little cactus. Yes, it does look like a little cactus, and the gentlemen that uh, work on it, they have staves, and they cut off the flowers of it, make a ball, a piña, then they take that, they roast it, and then they'll either take shredded or crush it and distill that juice. And uh, it also, it's interesting because it, to a degree, it also looks like an aloe. Yeah, like the, the front, almost the like front an aloe plant. Like it's a, part like of that aloe. family. Exactly. Now, those guys are called hemadors, uh, which you might like because it's close to humidor. Humidor, exactly, yeah. the hemadors. There you go. Now, Samani, Dave, there are three different types of tequila classifications. There's really a couple of more than that. But really, you look at what they call blanco or white or, or silver. Plata, yeah. The then you go to gold, which is joven or oro, mm-hmm. uh, reposado. And then we go to Añejo and then Extra Añejo. When we come back after the litation ceremony, we'll talk specifically about all of those. But the one thing that I always tell people that find it surprising, they're not used to sipping tequilas. Mm -mm. And I say you can put tequila in a snifter Mm -hmm. just like you would enjoy a cognac or you would enjoy a single malt. Mm -hmm. And I find that it's a wonderful sipping libation to enjoy with a cigar. Sure. A lot more people are now finding it. Trouble is, a lot of people started drinking margaritas at an early age, got sick on them, and now they have this affinity never to drink tequila again. Well, and what happens is you go away onto the into the Caribbean or to Correct. Mexico, and it's hot outside. Some of these you're thirsty. You're sure. drinking, and you see these big things, and they taste like Kool-Aid. <laughs> They're sweet. It's like lemonade. Suck them down. But you don't realize how much alcohol is in there. Mm-hmm. You suck it down. Then you have another one 15 minutes later, and then another one. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> they are praying to the God, as you said, mixologist <laughs> yeah. Ryan. People don't realize that you are really disguising the taste of that wonderful tequila mm-hmm. when you put it in a sweet-flavored sure. concoction such as a margarita. That's now, w- we will talk about a margarita, and Mixologist Ryan, you're going to make a special margarita oh today. Yeah. But to me, I find it very similar to a single malt or a bourbon when you can just put it in a glass mm-hmm. and you can sample it. We're going to sample a number of great tequilas. Samadhi, Dave, give us a, uh, a quick uh, look at what we're going to be sampling. Well, what I brought, because it's not only one of Ryan's favorites, one of my Milagro tequila which has a Blanco, a Reposado, an Añejo, then a select barrel Blanco and Reposado. So Beautiful this bottles. Be yeah, absolutely magnificent. And I know, Mixologist Ryan, you look very serious behind the oh, bar. Oh, so serious. And we're oh, tweeting so out a picture as we speak. I'm telling Watch you, out, guys. I can see the, 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 the gray matter of the brain getting ready to concoct oh, some yeah. major tequila the, libations. The juices are flowing. It is Cinco de Mayo celebratory maneuvers. We're tasting tequilas. We're tasting tequila-related mixological concoctions, maybe a couple of delicacies, and later on we'll talk a bit about today's Kentucky Derby, the running of the Kentucky Derby in Louisville, Kentucky, and we'll make a mint julep as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo and the Alpha Male Good Life. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the classic cigar, Havana Blend, from Gurkha Cigars. This cigar has been perfected using a proprietary binder and filler with 20 different tweakings of the blend to get it just right. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Si, senor, la cucaracha, la cucaracha, and the litation ceremony. I am Cigar Dave. However, for today, I'm known as Cigar Zaragoza, after General Ignacio Zaragoza Seguin, who beat the French. Now, wait a minute. That's almost... Why are you celebrating that? Everybody beats the French when you think about it. That's not that difficult. Well, today, lieutenants, for litation, I am picking out a cigar that will go beautifully with our tequilas and the wonderful libationary concoctions from mixologist Ryan. I am pulling out what is the April 2015 selection of our Cigar Dave Officers Club. It is the Rocky Patel Super Lajero. Lajero is the strongest part of the cigar tobacco plant. That's what gives you a lot of the richness and a lot of the spice and the massive flavor. And Rocky, for a number of years, every time I'd go see him down at his headquarters down in Naples, he'd always give me some samples to try. And he said, General, make sure you take your time smoking these cigars, these samples, because they're very full-bodied. I want to make a full-bodied powerhouse. So I wanted a cigar with massive flavor, a lot of strength, Spent a number of years fermenting a proprietary hybrid cigar tobacco that finally met his taste requirements. He selected the blend that would be worthy of a cigar known as the Rocky Patel Super Lajero. Starts off with a blast of bold flavors, some nice woodiness on the palate, nuances of sweetness, cinnamon, little white pepper, very hearty, nice little sweet aftertaste. Take your time, though, because this is a full flavored cigar and this cigar as i was mentioning in the uh, an earlier segment 
when he launched this at the Cigar Retailers Convention in July, thought it would be out in September, didn't get released until November because he wanted that triple, uh, that Super Lajero Tobaccos to be properly fermented. So what happened was it came out in November, huge hit right off the bat, and the demand exceeded the supply. So they continued to making it, but Rocky said, look, we've got to age these in the uh, cedar aging room. We cannot rush this. And so those of you that are members of our officers club, you are going to get this cigar either today or the next three, four days because we had to wait for Rocky to give the go-ahead, personally give the okay while he was in Nicaragua to release the cigars. They shipped them up to their facility in Naples, and now they're going out to you. So even though it's May 2nd, lieutenants, this is the April 2015 Officers Club selection, the Rocky Patel Super Lajero. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, I left... Humidor 1A in Command Center Alpha in such a rush that I actually forgot my little sack that has my cutting devices. However, being the five-star alpha professional that I am, I'm going to use a cutting device that has been known to man for thousands of years that all the manufacturers use. That is my thumbnail. It is primitive, but it will do the trick. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Whoa, you can see that. Well, you can't see it, but I can see it. A flame jumping up here. It is from the special Cigar Dave Lock and Load Litation device and getting some very nice flame out of it. Four jet flames. Whoa, Again, we may need to turn that thing down. I see that. I know we're talking about the, the, we're here at Edison Food and Drink Lab. We're in the actual drink lab component of Edison here in the Cigar City. But this comes from the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories, and that's what I will use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Well, you're not going to hear a double-edged stainless steel guillotine, but I can tell you I can feel my thumbnail gently caressing the head of this beautiful cigar, this Rocky Patel Super Lajero. I'm just making a little indentation, almost a perforation. And... Voila. Voila. Perfect. I've got a nice perforation, perforated top exposing the filler leaves. Again, if you don't have a double-edged guillotine, if you don't have a cigar scissors or a piercer or a bullet cut, do the next best thing. Use your thumbnail. And that's exactly what I did on my Rocky Patel Super Lajero. So I now have my litation device. I will toast the foot of this cigar. You can't hear it because... We're using our special Sportscaster headphone microphones, and if I were to take this litation device too close to the wind sock or the wind uh, the windscreen on this microphone, and I've done that before one time, I melted it. It was goo on the microphone. Wow. As General Patton say, it was goo, and that's not what we want. So I'm just toasting the foot of this Rocky Patel Super Lajero. Beautiful. You can see the flame. By the way, gentlemen, go ahead. Feel oh, free to uh, light, uh, light up, right up as well. I've got the litation devices for you there as well. I'm going to puff and rotate. Mmm. Wonderful. Mmm. Fantastic. Mmm. Mmm. Gently blowing the foot of that Rocky Patel Super Lajero. My cigar is now lit. Gentlemen, you can smell the aroma. There's a lot of flavor. It is a oh, flavor yeah. bomb on the palate right off the bat. And I should mention, wrapper is a San Agustin Habano. The binder is Habano, and the filler, Nicaraguan and Costa Rican. Very nice, uh, complex 
blend of the Costa Rican with the Nicaraguan. About the $9 suggested retail on the Rocky Patel Super Lajero. Again, flying off the shelves. It is not for novices. If you are a neophyte, you are a cigar virgin, not the cigar for you. But if you want a lot of flavor, a lot of taste, nice balance, the Rocky Patel Super Lajero. All right, Sommelier Dave, now I've got my cigar lit, and I know you gentlemen are lighting mm-hmm. your cigars right now, but we left off talking about the different types of tequila. Now, first of all, we know that tequila is a distilled beverage made from the blue agave plant. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like a cactus. Correct. And the fronds of the blue agave almost look like an aloe, where if Correct. you cut it, there's uh, kind of, I think, the, the juice is in the middle, if you will. Right. And it is grown in the tequila region in the state of Jalisco. Mexican laws say that tequila can only be produced in the state of Jalisco. And at one time... All tequilas must have been bottled in Mexico. Correct. But that changed, Somalier Dave, back in 2006, which allowed the importation in the United States, the bulk importation of tequila, whereby they then mix it and bottle it in their distilleries here in the United States. Correct. There's some bottling plants. There's one up in Jacksonville. There's a big one in Houston to where the juice is actually shipped in already processed and then all they do is bottle it at these facilities. Interesting. So that has changed yes. because for many years they didn't allow that. Yes. But many of the larger companies wanted the ability to bring it in Correct. bulk and then oversee the process. Yeah, it was better for their cost factors in their production. Right, as well as overseeing exactly the the, the quality right. and, and making sure everything turned out okay. Now, when we talk about tequila, there are a number of different types. The Probably the most popular is what is known as Blanco, or white, or silver. Mm -hmm. Somalia, Dave, that is really the blue agave spirit in its purest form. Yes, it is. So whenever it is distilled under 59 days, whether it's in a stainless steel, or whether it's not aged at all, or put in oak barrels, that's known as a Blanco, Plato, various names under that. But it's really unaged juice tequila. And it says that, looking, doing some research, that the true flavors using a Blanco, the intensity of the agave are present, the natural sweetness, and it can be bottled really directly after distillation. Correct. But in most cases, they are stored, the the Blanco spirit is stored in stainless steel tanks, Mm -hmm. which uh, sits for about four weeks, sometimes two months, but usually about four weeks, and then it goes right into the bottle, and it is a clear Clear white spirit. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's a lot of it has to do with the cost. Everything is a cost factor. You know, if you're going to age it for a little bit of time in barrels, barrels cost money. So they, they'll stainless steel it. And when you're talking about making drinks, which Ryan's going to make, a Blanco is what I you're going to use anyhow. I do, I do what? Make I make drinks? drinks? No. Oh, make, make oh, I, oh, sorry. I stopped drinking. I, I am so sorry. I'm sorry. But you don't need to put any aging on it because you're going to mix it with various products and things like that, whether it's margarita juice or whatever. Think about this for a minute. When bourbon is first distilled, same thing with Scotch whiskey, any type of whiskey, it comes out as a clear juice, as a clear Mm -hmm. liquid. What transforms that clear liquid into bourbon or into Scotch whiskey, into that nice dark color with the woodiness is when it's aged in barrels. And the same is done with tequila because the next tequila we'll discuss is a reposado, which in Spanish means rested 
Correct. and aged. Correct. So they'll put it into the barrel any time under a whole year. And depending on what they're trying to do with the flavor profile. Another thing that will help with colors, though, is they can add some caramel to the actual liquid itself. So it'll give it a better looking uh, color to it. But from two months under a year, you're going to get a Reposado. And I'm looking at this right now, Somalia, Dave. At the Blanco. It, right, right. Now, I've got the, well, I've got the Blanco, and this is the Reposado. But the Reposado is slight, almost looks like a little lighter right. hue than apple juice. Correct. It's a light golden straw color. Correct, because this particular distillery does not use any caramel color in the manufacture of their product. So some will put caramel color yes, to get it a deeper. Yes, it is legal. Yeah, we got to leave those names out because that's not nice. But, yeah, there's definitely some that do that. Yeah. And uh, most of us bartenders know. Which ones are they? Uh, Come on. We can talk about it. There's a couple of goofy ones that do it. Supposedly Patron did it back in the day. They're supposedly getting away from it. I think if you look at the bottles, if you have one from the earlier years and you look at them now, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a lot lighter. The difference. Yeah. Yeah. There's... um, I know for a while, um, God, what was the name of the one that we all were like choking around about? We were talking about this just the other day. There's one more that most people were like, oh, you, you serious? I'm like, yeah. And of course, now it escapes me. Now, I guess it's all the tequila. Now, Mixologist Ryan, let's out. go through some. We've got Milagro here. Yeah. But give us some of the names. We, you talked about Padron, Patron, so, I mean, P-A-T-R-O-N, not yeah. Padron, yeah. Patron. So you got Patron. I mean, Milagro is probably my favorite line to work with. That's um, I, I have it here at Edison. That's We have all of these that you see, which is really great. I would have to say Herradura is always a lot of fun to use. Um, I'm kind of a big fan of Maestro Dobel. I think in the past we've done some Maestro Dobel. We have done Maestro Dobel. Yeah, that one's one's really nice, really smooth, like just really clear, which is kind of interesting because it drinks like an Añejo, and that's because of the way they filter it out. They diamond filter off the color. Diamond filters. Yes. Yes. And give us some of the other... You got like Don Julio. Don Julio 1942 is like their ultra-premium big sipper, probably like a pretty hefty... uh, cost for when you're going for a glass i mean let's see casa nobles casa nobles is really great salsa salsa does their also their hornitos which hornitos actually is making a a comeback they're they're trying to give it a run for the money again yeah and um, yeah that one's actually really cool because it's uh just they only do their blanco which is great all right when we come back we'll talk about the final type of tequila which is Añejo. Just like uh, the Arturo Fuente Añejo, that means extra age. We'll talk about that. Then we'll get into tasting some of these beautiful-looking tequilas, whole f- uh, a flight of Milagros that we'll be conducting a vertical tasting. Then mixologist Ryan will start making his tequila-related concoctions as we just celebrate Cinco de Mayo. We're not celebrating illegal Mexicans coming into the United States. I'm 100% against that, lieutenants. However, We as alpha males always love a reason to enjoy a festive party when it involves cigars, libations, delicacies, and hot dames. And believe me, I've been to Mexico, and there are some very hot dames that we could add to the harem. However, I will not import any illegal Mexican alien to the the harem. harem. They all have to be brought in legally. We do not transport them on a train, in a hidden boat, or by FedEx. They all come the legit way if we add or them. Or an inner tube across the Or the inner ground. tube. That is not permitted. It's definitely not a good one. So, lieutenants, we will celebrate Cinco de Mayo as we continue. Front and center today, we have left Humidor 1A. We're at the Edison Food and Drink Lab here in the Cigar City. 
Never miss a minute of the show when you download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Apple, Android, and Kindle devices. You can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave. Exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. The General is ready with tamales and more. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. Yes, we have some hot tamales that we will add to the harem, no doubt about it. And how do you like the imported mariachi band we brought in right to Edison, front and center, for your entertainment pleasure? General, Mixologist I, Ryan, sommelier Dave. I want to keep them here. I'm going to have them like playing around tonight. It's going to be kind of weird people are gonna go what the heck is going on it's cinco de mayo just feed them fritos or take them to the taco bell a block away and yeah, you will yeah. be good to go by the way i know i'm gonna receive uh emails from the mexican american uh, council on uh on relations or whatever the organization is saying that i am making fun of all these illegal mexicans i'm not making fun of it in fact if anything lieutenants you know this i'm a hundred percent I'm for legal immigration. I'm against illegal immigration. You know where I stand. All right. Does it help that I'm Latino? 
Are you here legally? Legally. Okay, you're okay. I'm good. Yeah. You're okay. Right on. If not, don't worry. I've got a FedEx shipping label <laughs> in the car, and I can always send <laughs> you back. Smack me on a label. Now, <laughs> we left off Somali Dave talking about the last type of tequila, three primary. There's the Blanco or the White, which is unaged, mm-hmm. about four weeks to two months. There's the Reposado, which means rested and aged in wood barrels or storage tanks between two months and a year. Then we have the ex or the añejo, which which is extra aged. Right, the añejo, which is aged, is anywhere from a year, just under three years. So that's going to give it a more uh, quality of the barrel. Now you're going to st- like you were talking about cognac and some of your finer bourbons, scotches, bourbons. Sure. You're going to get that type of really nice, a little bit drier flavor profile. But there's your really very nice sipping tequilas. Then if you let it go over three years, it is an extra añejo. They can be expensive, and they're very rare is what I wanted to say. It's time. It's going to cost money to put something in the barrel for three years and just let it set. Well, what I recommend all of our lieutenants do is go out to the store and pick up each of the types of tequila we're talking about. Pick up a Blanco, Mm -hmm. pick up a Reposado, and pick up an Añejo. Now, what I re- recommend really is doing a vertical tasting of the same brand. Correct. The reason is you'll really be able to discern the nuances. Exactly. Yep. And we're going to do that with the Milagro. So, Samadhi yeah. Dave, tell me about Milagro. Milagro was founded in 1997 by two college roommates, Danny and Moya, right there in Jalisco, Mexico. They were looking around. They were actually in a bar in England, London, England. And they were noticing all the pretty vodka bottles. And they said, why has vodka transformed itself with all the beautiful different bottles? And when you look at a Mexican tequila bottle, it was kind of like old and non-fashionable. So they came back to Mexico. They got their money together. They got their uh, Gavi plantation and started to create Malagro, which they've done a phenomenal job. So Milagro's been around how long? Since 1997. So relatively recently. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's Would not this be even considered years a boutique old. tequila, or is it more mainstream now? It still is boutique, uh, going towards mainstream, but it, it's on a high-quality boutique. We find that, well, for bartenders, we find, like, the core three, these are definitely kind of, like, things that we kind of hold near and dear. I would definitely say that the single barrels, those are definitely boutique, because these things are awesome. Beautiful bottle, great juice. The repo, if it ever runs out at my house, I, I, I have like a small panic attack. That's my favorite tequila. Yeah, that's right my there, favorite right tequila there. of all time. Yeah. This barrel select, that reposado is just amazing. And it's we delicious. will get to that in a little bit. But first, we have the Milagro 100% agave. This is the silver or the blanco. Correct. And I'm looking at it. It is clear white. Yes, it is. Almost looks like water, if you didn't know. But I'm taking a little sniff. You're going to get... And not a lot of alcohol. It's interesting. It doesn't have that, like, uh, like uh, white lightning, doesn't have that no. alcohol taste. A little bit of sweetness. You're going to get the agave nice. flavor yep. on it. This actually will throw you a little bit of citrus. Well, let's say uh, cheers what, uh, what in Mexican, or in uh, Mexican. Salud. <laughs> in Spanish. Salud. That's right. In Salud. Salud. Hello. Thank God you had Jeez, me Jeez, I sound like a liberal Democrat Jesus. now. <laughs> all right. I say cheers to all of you, <laughs> and we'll take a little sip here. I'll give you my tasting notes. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I can drink that. It's wow. very soft. It's got a little bit of warmth on the on the sure. palate, but about a five yeah. on the cigar day warmth factor. It is not what I would consider sweet. No, but it's a very mellow tequila. Yes, you're not going to get a lot of 
peppery notes. You're not going to get a lot of that woodiness. It is a baked. This would be great, really, with Ryan uh, mixologist Ryan making Correct. some concoctions, Correct. which he is doing right now. As but mixologist exactly. But hold that mixologist Ryan. Oh, Don't yeah. stop right there. Stop Ooh. right there because I know he's getting ahead of himself. Because we only have about that. a minute left in this segment, and I want to make sure we have enough time. Because whatever you are mixing, it is very cool. Mixologist Ryan, one thing I wanted to bring up to you as I enjoy this Milagro Silver, and I take another taste. But when I was here for dinner a while back, you made me a special libation with a very special Balvini. And I'm trying to remember what that was. Oh, was it the um, one? No, it was the I gave you a taste ton. of the, the Ton 1403. Right. But what I liked after I had it neat, I had a little bit of double wood. Yeah, and that's the with, cocktail. Well, I had it on the rocks, but it wasn't rocks. It was one rock that looked like a pre-prohibition block. Oh yeah, you're getting that in a few minutes. That is beautiful. Tell, give it a little description about so that. So basically, we just take a, a huge block of ice, and it comes in about 150 pounds, and we slowly break it down into these like two-inch big boys that are perfectly clear and beautiful, and that's like one of the greatest ways to sip whiskey. If you're going to do uh, any of the tequilas or anything like that, if you don't want it neat, that's the best way because the dilution is so low that it doesn't water down your spirit. It, it takes a lot longer. It is beautiful. Is we'll get some pictures that we will tweet oh, out yeah. and post on Facebook. Lieutenants, I'm enjoying my Rocky Patel Super Lajero. Just took a sip of my Milagro Silver Blanco. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the Alpha Male Conversational Maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I am thoroughly enjoying my Rocky Patel Super Lajero. I have sampled the first of five or six tequilas, starting with the Milagro Silver, or the Blanco. Very, very nice tequila made from 100% blue agave. And today on the Cigar Dave Show... We celebrate Cinco de Mayo. It is not Mexican Independence Day. It celebrates a battle over France. Listen, any time you beat France is a party because it's really not that difficult. I mean, literally, they wave the white flag. You're done in about three minutes, and you got the rest of the afternoon and the rest of the week to enjoy yourself. Throw a steak on the grill, pour yourself some tequila, and uh, celebrate. And that's really what we're doing today. Cinco de Mayo celebratory maneuvers with a special tequila tasting and tequila concoctions. 
Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. If you care to uh, follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, and we are posting pictures rapidly of many of the tequilas as well as the concoctions that mixologist Ryan is coming up with. And we are here at the Edison Food and Drink Lab in the Cigar City of Tampa. Wonderful, uh, what I would call a boutique, very unique restaurant right on Kennedy Boulevard, about two minutes from downtown. Mixologist Ryan has been on our show many times, and we thought we would take the show directly to his lab. We're in a private room where he does all of his concoctions. Uh, He's got his own bar that's on wheels. This is quite the elaborate setup. And so we'll be enjoying some great tequilas. And a little bit later on, because the Kentucky Derby runs today, and when you think about the Kentucky Derby, Think of a couple of things. One, spring is really here, and for many parts, many people in the Northeast, Midwest, it's been a terrible winter, brutal, and a late-arriving spring. So that's the first, really, day of spring in my estimation. And the other thing is we think of all these women wearing these gigantic, funny hats. And all these women, these socialites that want to be seen at Churchill Downs in Louisville that couldn't identify or differentiate a horse's nose from a horse's ass. But they're all there jumping up and down, partying, and they have you could tell them that the horses that were running were actually cows and they wouldn't tell they couldn't tell the difference. It's all about being seen and it's about the mint juleps. And we will be concocting a special mint julep, a real mint julep, not one that is all sugar laden and instantly made. Mixologist Ryan is going old school with a mint julep. And I will probably recite the Buckner family mint julep recipe in my deepest and best southern voice, my very genteel southern voice. So, lieutenants, uh, we welcome back Somalia Dave Cavanis, mixologist Ryan Pine. Somalia Dave, we left off at the Milagro Silver, which is a Blanco, yes. which is the most basic of tequilas. Mm-hmm. Basically, it must be made of 100% blue agave. Mm-hmm. It is not very age very long usually four weeks to two months Correct. in a uh, in, in stainless steel tanks so there's not a lot of color to it no not an overly lot of flavor there's nice flavor a little bit of warmth but you don't have that complexion like you would see on an aged reposado Correct. or an añejo now there is another type of tequila that we didn't really get into called misto m-i-x-t-o which Correct. means mixed in spanish exactly what is that so that's a tequila that has to, by law, be at least 51% agave. The rest could be whole grain alcohol or nutrigrain spirits. So there are some on the market. The largest one would be Cuervo, of course, to where they are basically f- around 53% of it is from the agave plant. The rest is just regular alcohol. Those are tequilas that you would usually use in making your margaritas. They're very nice, they're priced very competitively, and they're very affordable for the general market. Mixologist Ryan, before we ended our number one of today's Cinco de Mayo and tequila tasting maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave Show, you started making a concoction, and I stopped you. Yeah. Because I wanted you to explain in detail, step by step, what you were doing. So what I will do, Ryan, is I will actually take a video while we are doing this, so the lieutenants can actually see this. So, mixologist Ryan, tell us what you have going on. All right, so what we've got going on here is the, uh, the El Matador cocktail. This is uh, one of our very, very popular uh, cocktails here at Edison. Now, what Starting are you... off with one ounce of lime juice. Okay, take yourself one ounce of lime juice yeah. that you have 
freshly squeezed. Fresh squeezed every day. We don't mess around with any of that. None stuff. of that stuff that looks like a plastic lemon no. or lime. Now, Forget next it. is this this little green thing right here. Is we actually infuse uh, jalapenos into a simple syrup, which is really awesome. So it's the jalapeno simple syrup. We're going to use about three quarters of an ounce right there and drop that bad boy in. And then next up, we've got this really awesome stuff. This is Snap. Imagine like root, sarsaparilla, all that kind of goodness, like kind of being translated in. Now, wait, wait, wait. What is sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla was like old time drink, kind of like a, kind of like a bunch of different roots, like ginger. You'd get like all that kind of other great Prohibition stuff. Prohibition era. Prohibition style, yeah. So okay. we're going to add a little bit of that in there. Three quarters of an ounce, just like we did the uh, jalapeno syrup. Now, Snap is available where? You can find it in any local stores. Yeah. Um, I, I know Total Wine has it. I know that um, it has white spirit. Yeah, they're 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 pretty much everywhere. Now we're using the Malagro Repo, so this is my one of my favorites. Now before so we're going to drop in a one and a half ounce of that in there. Okay, pour a little bit more in there because I just want to show our lieutenants that can see this. We're posting this at CigarDave.com, and we'll take a still of this as well. You can see the color. It is not overly dark, no. but it is enough that you can tell. That it is definitely f more aged than the Blanco, mm -hmm. which is, in fact, I'll tell you what. We'll have you put a little bit of the Blanco in a, in a glass right here. I got an extra one. There we go. Yeah. And you will see, Lieutenant, look at this. It is almost like water. Translucent. Yeah, right. we'll hold each one side by side so we can take a look at that. Again, we have the Blanco, which is white, the Reposado, which has a light golden straw hue to it. Yeah. So, Mixologist Ryan, continue on with the Matador. So, all we need now is a little bit of ice. Going to ice this bad boy up. Oh, that looks good. And it's a warm day in the Cigar City today, so this oh is yeah. going to go down very nice and smooth. Cool and refreshing. Shaking the... Matador. Oh, yeah. Now, wait a minute. We actually brought a bull in for you. So if you need, you know, we can get you one of those little red outfits. So you yeah. actually look like a matador. Well, you know, funny you say that. So we're going to finish this cocktail off. Uh, Dave, you're going to have to drink more tequila. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Did you mix two of them together? <laughs> no, no, no. That's still your repo. Okay. Yeah. That's well, your repo from earlier. Now you got to drink more. I say cheers. I say cheers. Back. I can't do a selfie with the video, but. Hmm. Mm. So now we've got two ounces of ginger Very beer. Nice. Everybody knows uh, ginger beer has become really popular. Uh, people use it in Moscow mules, all that kind of fun stuff. Now we're going to put this in a nice little ma mason jar. I want this to look nice and rustic. Got that bad boy there. Oh, that's very pre-prohibition. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to top it off with a little bit of ice. Right. Boy, that looks good. And what matador is complete without a bull? So this is our cherry jalapeno bull that we make in-house. Look at this. It actually looks like a little bull. Yeah, and he's been speared by his matador. Ah, uh, si, senor. Bam. Very nice. Bam. There you are, sir. So here's what I'm going to do. Samadhi, Dave, I'm going to have you hold that while I actually... Okay, there you go. Keep that right there. As Ryan... I don't think I can get over there, so... Let's see how we can we do go. this. Hold on. So here We're is getting in there. We're going to make this happen. H here you go. So here is the bull, all right, and I'm going to... Take a whiff. That is really nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's our that's a great cocktail, man. You're gonna. And love I that. will say, cheers. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Got it's that got, ginger. Oh punch, man, I can got taste that, that lemon, that lime, a little hotness, a little bit of sweetness. Yeah. This is really good. That's outside all day long. This is outside. However, take your time. Do not <laughs> guzzle this whole thing. 
in about five minutes. There's about two ounces of spirit in there total. So you got one and a half mm. ounce, one and a half ounces of this, and you got mm. ounce and Whoa. a half of that. Like I just got the kick. Yeah. The now kick one comes. more time. Let's give the recipe for the matador. One and a half ounces of the reposado tequila. You're gonna use a half ounce of the snap, and you can use uh, three. Na- I'm sorry, three quarters of an ounce of uh, the jalapeno syrup. Basically, take one jalapeno, mm. juice it. And then put it in with your simple wow. syrup and, like, bring it to a boil really quick. It takes, like, two seconds. It's done. And then fresh lime juice. Shake all that into your shaker. Top it with ginger beer. You're good to go. That is beautiful. The Matador. That has a lot of kick, lieutenants. And I will tell you, it's got a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of that tanginess, but it's got a lot of kick on the way down. I'm going to need to recover from just taking a few sips of that <laughs> mixologist, Ryan. That is beautiful. Lieutenants, we shall continue. Front and center as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting and tequila concoction maneuvers. We are coming to you from the Edison Food and Drink Lab in the Cigar City. Mixologist Ryan Pine, Samani Dave Cavanis. I am the General Cigar Dave. We shall continue around the corner. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. Hi, I know everybody's familiar with the 95 rated Decade, one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities 
Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. We're helping you prepare the perfect Cinco de Mayo celebration. It's Tequila Tasting Maneuvers on The Cigar Dave Show. And as I smoke and puff on my Rocky Patel Super Lajero, I ponder this question. If a bean wasn't fried right the first time, what makes you think refrying it a second time will make it any better? I don't know. Why are refried beans such a big Mexican delicacy? They have nothing to do all day but watch I the I have no idea, Ricardo. I'll tell you. If it's not good once, the second time you know is just not going to be good as well. Now, one of the well-known Spanish beers, talking about Cinco de Mayo, things Spain, or correction, Mexican, not Spain. I was going to say, we're talking about my people. Uh, listen, we, I, we can, <laughs> let's make paella. We'll just make it a, a great yeah. party. Oh, now, no now we're talking. We'll yeah. go to the Columbia right yeah. after <laughs> in Ybor City. But uh, Dos Equis, the beer, yeah. yes. known for the most interesting yes. man in the world. I am the most Dos Equis. interesting man. Yes, well, they are running a special, pro- well, they ran a special promotion across the country over the last three weeks or so, giving fans the chance to win a party with the most interesting man in the world. And they actually had cutouts of the most interesting man in the Mm -hmm. world. And people would have to stand next to it, and they would submit a line such as, I don't always blank, but when I do, I blank. (laughs) And so they picked a winner, and uh, the first thousand fans were entered to win a party tonight with the most interesting man in, uh, I believe it's in Las Vegas. God, if I would have known, I got a couple of one-liners. I I'm sure in there. you do, Mixologist <laughs> Ryan. Now, do you know the name of the most interesting man in the world? Because obviously he talks we did like not this. Know. Is it Ramon? Is it uh, I would imagine it's Senor Ramon. Ignacio? Is it Pedro? Pe- is it Pedro? No, how Gold about Gold. Jonathan Goldsmith? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice. D- not e- does not That's even great. work at all. He's probably he's from I think he's from New York originally, so he Fantastic. probably talks like this initially. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't always party, but when I do. I am the most interesting man in the world. Talk about hitting the lotto yes. at that age. Yes. I mean, nobody ever knew who this guy was. Now Casting everybody call. Old guys, come in. But I should stay. Sergeant Steve brought, in a ver- brought up a very good point when I said, you know who the most interesting man in the world was during the commercial? <laughs> he said, isn't it Cigar Dave? Yeah. Very good point. <laughs> yes, it is. It is the general. Job security. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I should. Uh, oh, wait. But wait a minute. The most interesting Alpha male in Out. the world. Now nice. that makes more sense. That makes more sense. The most interesting alpha male in the world. Somalia, <laughs> Dave, I have in front of me the Milagro Reposado. And as we learned about Reposado, it is further aged than the regular Blanco. Two months to up to a year. Up to a year. In, uh, in wood barrels. Yes. Primarily charred barrels. Oak, oak barrels. Yep. 
Okay, so this is a strong color. I'm going to take a sip of it. I took a sip earlier, but talk about this Milagro Reposado, if you would. Like you had said, it has a really nice natural golden mm. hay color. Yeah. This particular uh, Reposado is clean. You can taste the agave. It's fruit forward. It has some little bit of notes of caramel with it, and it's clean. You might get a little toast on it from the barrel also. Could have a slightly spicy finish. But it's very nice. It's delicious. Their select barrel repos, my favorite tequila. Me too. It very is. nice. Yeah. Very they do nice. a great job with it. Yeah, it definitely has a, there's more pepperiness, mm -hmm. more spice. Yes. Definitely that wood. You can mm -hmm. taste that wood tang. But it brings it out, that oak finish. But not overpowering, not a lot no. of warmth. It's just very And that's smooth. what you don't want it to be overpowered. You want it to be a nice blend like... When Ryan's making these great uh, drinks for everybody, these concoctions, he's trying to blend in all these different flavor profiles to make one particular taste, not for a lime to stand out or the ginger beer or something. He wants it all to come together, and he does a great job with it. Thank you. Yeah, that, so the, uh, the Reposado is what we used in the uh, El Matador mm -hmm. uh, right from the, uh, top, the bottom of the hour, which and is I awesome. And we're posting a picture right now of the color of the Reposado mm -hmm. as opposed to, in fact, uh, let me uh, put it right next to the, to the Blanco, which yep. is the silver, and you will see a very slight difference in mm -hmm. terms of hue. One is white, one has a little bit of a Correct. straw type of color. All right, Mixologist Ryan, next up, please, you are making what? Uh, next up, I wanted you to try something a little bit different, and we want to. I want to save this last cocktail for the very end. Uh, so what I did was, is on our draft lines, our beer draft lines here at Edison, we have uh, a really, really awesome draft margarita. So what we've done is, is I've found a way to manipulate uh, lime oil, citric acid, a uh, little bit of Cointreau, and then we use the Azunia, which is an all-organic, really awesome Repo tequila, and we've made this really great margarita that pops right off the draft line. All you literally have to do is walk up to the draft line, Open it up, let it drop out, put some ice on it, send Pour it out. out. So this is a margarita. On draft. On draft. Yeah, we make them in-house. Where is the romance in that? <laughs> this is really cool. So this is like yeah. one of those like really geeky things that I tell you. I'm, I always tell you that I'm a dork. And uh, it translates into things like this when I could find out how to put cocktails in bottles, which we do, cocktails in draft, which is awesome. And you got the nice round oh, sliced nice lemon wedge, oh, yeah. or lime wedge. Absolutely. Where's the little umbrella? We're going to save the umbrella for, like, you know, the when beach. we... Yeah, the beach. Or how about putting a little a character Cactus. of an illegal alien right on the side, trying we, to jump, you know what? Trying to jump <laughs> over into the cocktail. We could do that. That's <laughs> the, that could be the Rio Grande, and the lime could be, you know, yeah. the U.S. I mean, I, it could work. All right. Cheers. I will say cheers. No salt on the uh, rim, by the way. No salt on the rim. I left it off just in case you weren't a fan. I wasn't sure. But uh, we well, definitely good. salt the rim. It's so amazing. You make this margarita mix. Mm-hmm. And put it in a draft beer. So they tap. make these kegs that kind of open up, mm -hmm. and right. you you build your your amazing cocktail, and then uh, I drop it into this keg, seal it up, charge it full of uh, CO2, so it mm. pressurized, and it pops right out of the line. That is delicious. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Just, but that is made from scratch. It's from not scratch. a mix. No, no. All right, give us one more time how you make that. So I take uh, a little bit of uh, lime oil, lime and oil, citric acid, and water. Where do you get lime oil? Uh, lime oil, you can find it any like uh, any like store and stuff like that. They'll have it. Okay. You'll find it in like the extract aisles, like you would uh, vanilla, vanilla and stuff. Right. Right. So you take the lime oil and the citric acid and uh, the water. Now you put a, about as much water as you would normally put of actual juice, and then you slowly but surely find the uh, the perfect merriment 
of citric acid and lime oil together to basically make up your lime juice. And then uh, we hit it with Cointreau, and then we hit it with that really awesome organic uh, tequila, and that's it. That is magnificent. Yeah, it's crazy. I could crazy. about 10 of those. That's the problem. Well, that's why they're on draft, because guys like you don't want to wait for 10 cocktails, so I could just pour these things One all right day. This another. general is not going to drink 10 cocktails. <laughs> Definitely not 10 margaritas. That I can tell you. I but might. I can see how people, when it's yes. hot, on the beach, you're dehydrated, mm-hmm. you want something sweet, it's cold, it's refreshing, mm-hmm. you can pop those down like they're bottles of water absolutely that's the idea we want you to get them as fast as you're going to drink water yes uh but you don't have you're lucky because you don't have to clean up the the remnants of when people get sick and when they're praying to the porcelain god all right we're celebrating cinco de mayo enjoying some great milagro tequilas we're enjoying some great concoctions as we continue the may selection for the cigar dave officers club is the classic cigar havana blend from gurkha cigars this cigar is a box pressed medium body full flavor cigar, including earthy and nutty undertones. Made in Nicaragua, it's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. 100% USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Cue the mariachi band. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. And what an appropriate musical selection. Tequila, as we taste tequila and conduct tequila concoction mixology tasting maneuvers as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. And let's keep the music going, Sergeant Steve. Because growing up in Buffalo, when I used to go to the Sabres games in Memorial Auditorium, they'd play this. They would play it. Yes. But the Earl of Bud, who was one of the Budweiser beer guys, 
that would, you know, go around saying, beer here, get your beers, he would actually jump on the rail between one of the sections and do and this dance. tequila dance. Oh, my goodness. The Earl of Butt. Oh, that's great. Gotta love that name. Uh, I will never forget that. And everybody went crazy. They absolutely loved him. So, Samadier Dave, mm-hmm. we have now moved into the phase where we're going to be enjoying some more pricier tequilas. Correct. Uh, because they're primarily more aged, and some are in the barrel that we will talk about. But next up, we go to the Milagro Añejo. Mm-hmm. And refresh us one more time about what the difference between Añejo and the Blanco and the Reposado. So the Reposado is uh, aged, means rested, it's aged under a year. And Añejo, which is aged, is then put in a barrel between one year and under three years. So it gives it a little bit more intensity on the flavor. It really creates a really nice taste of whether you're going to get caramel notes out of it, a little bit of vanilla because that's what the oak will give you. Your Blanco is just something that's going to be taken right out of the tank and put in a barrel if it is under two months, 59 days. Now, this what we, we could certainly equate this to an aged bourbon Correct. or an aged scotch sure. whereby it is sitting and resting and aging in the barrels for long mm-hmm. periods of time. It's going to pick up the color of the wood. It's mm-hmm. going to pick up the notes from the wood, sure. uh, some spiciness, mm-hmm. some different uh, character from the wood. And this is the same thing with the Milagro Añejo. Yes, and Milagro does not use any caramel color in their production. So you're going to get a pale amber look to it. And it's going to have some nice caramel, maybe coconut and toasted oat nose to it. But your flavor profile should throw you a little bit of caramel, chocolate, and maybe some banana notes on there. From Getting a little the, banana. Yeah, yeah, from the wood. Yeah. Yep. Now, I, again, I'm smelling. First thing is the Blanco. Very vanilla, yeah. if you will. Very basic. Not a yes. lot. Now, I'm moving to the Reposado. Get a little bit more, but mm-hmm. not overly pungent, not overly noticeable. I, like I move, however, to the Añejo. This is very nice. It is very smooth, but not like Great a... Nose. Not like a bourbon or a whiskey where you're going to get a lot of that Mm-mm. alcoholic flavor. You really don't. But just very nice notes of some fruitiness. The bananas you mentioned. I love that flavor. A little bit of caramel mm-hmm. on the on the nose. So I'm going to swirl this around. Whoops, swirl this around. And it's uh, mm-hmm. definitely a little bit darker, but not as dark as a bourbon. No, not what you would think for it being aged over a year. Mm. They age their 16 months. Wow. Definitely taste and the wood. And it's triple distilled. Smooth, much, a lot of warmth, mm-hmm. spiciness, definitely more reminiscent of a bourbon. Yes. Definitely. But with that nice, flavor. subtle tequila taste. This would go great with your cigars. Mm, it does. With this Rocky Patel Super Lajero, mm-hmm. it's perfect. They balance yeah. each yes. other. Not overwhelming, but very, very pleasant. Suggested retail for the Milagros Silver, Reposado, and the Añejo. So you're looking anywhere, depending on the market mm. it's coming out of, you're looking anywhere 22 to $23 on the Blanco. On the Reposado, you're looking at a 27 26 and this $39, So you're certainly in line with... Uh, some of the bourbons, s- some yeah, of the exactly. scotches, yes. Yeah. The Añejo is aged how long? About three years? This Añejo is aged 18 months. It 18 be months. aged just a day under three years. All right, Mixologist Ryan, we started off with your world-famous Matador, which yep. is unbelievable. All the recipes at CigarDave.com. Mm-hmm. We'll post it uh, Twitter and Facebook as well. Then we went to the Draft Margarita, which was delicious. Yeah. Very cool and refreshing. 
little bit of lime, a little bit of sweetness. Now we're going to go to something that really harkens back to the early 1900s. Yep. An old-fashioned tequila style. Yeah. Tequila so, old-fashioned. So uh, I, I really love doing, like, different spoofs on, uh, on old fashions, and one of my favorites is the tequila one. So while you and Dave were uh, sitting here kind of talking about the, uh, the Añejo, what I did at the bottom of this mixing glass is I took a brown sugar cube and slowly just kind of muddled it down using a little bit of cherry bitters and a little bit of orange bitters. And then after it's kind of not so grainy, you can almost hear that it's pretty much not – that intense anymore we've broken it all up you can see kind of nice and gooey almost we've got like a lot of the grain out of it that's when we're ready to start making our uh, our old-fashioned so that's your base that's the whole that's like the biggest part of your old-fashioned right there it's just this nice little syrup that we've created using the bitters and the sugar down there at the bottom so now we're going to add two and a quarter ounces of tequila all right so we start with the bitters yes and then and the sugar cube together and the sugar cube and then you go into the tequila and yeah. for this we're, we're using, using the, the añejo. añejo now the reason we're using the añejo is just because like we would with a, a bourbon we want something that's got a little bit more uh, maturity to it something that's got a little more of that great finish so now that that's all said and done give it a quick little turn get it you know kind of get in there a little bit now we're going to ice it down i'll get in on the action yeah there you stirring. go hey look at that he's a He's a, he's, a five, he's a five-star stirring general. <laughs> I can multitask. All right. So can I. I can actually do this, shake a cocktail, talk to somebody. We can be over here kind of doing this. I can pat my head, too, believe and it or get, not. And get the hot women at the bar's numbers <laughs> exactly. as well. And, ma'am, may I have your number, please? Yes. There you uh, go. 92421. Yeah, I got it. No problem. So uh, now that we're just getting about done here. I'm going to get our little yep. trusty julep strainer. The julep strainer. And what I like about this, you're making it in a beaker. It looks like we yeah. are in the laboratory, which so, we are. Yeah, we use these here. Now, here's that beautiful cube we were talking about earlier. Look at that ice cube. That yeah. is beautiful. And you, t you actually chopped that from a big block. Yeah, we chopped these from blocks, which is a lot of fun. And we're just going to pour that drink right on top. Look how clear that thing gets now. So beautiful. I, I, I'm such a dork over ice, it's, but it's true. It's just so beautiful, cool to look at. Wow. So right there, get a little bit of that granulated sugar, that goodness down there at the bottom. You can do This lemon. is the piece de resistance. You can do lemon. You can do orange. Some people add lemon, orange, and cherry. I like just a little bit of orange with my tequila one. We're going to express the oil so that orange gets in there. We're going to hit it one more time. You can kind of see the oils yeah, hit it. And that one more time for the for just for the general sake, a little right there, wow, and there beautiful. we have it. The tequila that, old fashioned. That is a magnificent looking concoction. Yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. That is the sipper now, right there. Now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share that with everybody. So if you can give me some glasses, Absolutely. I'm going to take it from the beaker, and we're going to actually put it into some glasses to share it around. I will pour a little bit here. We'll pour there. We'll pour there. And I'm going to take the one with the big ice cube. Heck yeah. There we okay. go. Okay. And I wait. will say cheers to Samadier Dave and Sergeant Steve. There you go. And let's take a, wow. a sip. That smells great. Mm. Oh, that is absolutely succulent on the palate. Yeah. The first thing I notice when I put my nose into the glass that to take that sip, first thing is before the orange, the coolness from that ice cube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice chill. And then 
the orange aromas. Yeah, and that really plays, plays really great with the agave. You got those oils floating around. That there. oil, that oil mm. kind of awakens the agave, mm -hmm. like that smell in the cocktail. Which this is, is really by awesome. far the best old fashioned I've ever had. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I kid you not. This is delicious with tequila. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because with normally tequila. you would use what? Uh, bourbon. Bourbon. Yes. Yeah, bourbon. Uh, some people ask me uh, lately for rye. Yeah. I don't mind making a rye one. Gives it a little more of that peppery, that fieriness. And right. You know, my name's Ryan. Ryan. You can you call me <laughs> Rye if you want to. Samadhi, Dave, what are your thoughts? Uh, th this is definitely <laughs> phenomenal. Mm. I love that. Beautiful. Very quickly, let's talk about the Milagro Select Barrel Reserve in the Blanco and the Reposado, Samadhi, Dave. So they're doing something similar to what the whiskey producers are doing. They're taking a particular barrel. Usually it's higher in the warehouse where it's being aged. They're pulling it out. And all the bottles that are here, this Blanco or that Reposado, are from that one single barrel. They're all numbered. So it's a particular barrel in the aging process. It's not a blend. Whoa, I can definitely taste the difference yeah. from the regular Blanco. Yes. That it's going to have more intensity to it. Much more heat, much more intensity. Yeah. I'm going to take a sip of the Reposado. I will say cheers. Again, and this is Samadier Dave, bottle number 052. Right. Uh, and it is the Select Bear Reserve Milagro. Correct. I will say cheers. So we're, when you're looking at a particular, whether it's a Blanco, Repo, and Yeho, you're blending oh, for major a particular yep. flavor profile. You're taking the uniqueness of that barrel, just like Jack Daniels, yep. the single barrel. That's a single barrel. Absolutely can tell the difference. Much more intensity, mm -hmm. much more spiciness, uh, just overall more flavor. Yeah. More heat I love on the palate, much more warmth. Samadhi, Dave, the suggested retail for the Milagro Silver Select Barrel and the Reposado Select Barrel. You're looking barrel. on the Blanco anywhere, $38, $37. For the uh, Repo, it's about $48. Lieutenants, if you get this Milagro Reposado Select Barrel, I will tell you, mm -hmm. you put this in a snifter. Yes. You hand it out to some friends when you're enjoying a well, fuller flavored cigar. And, and we're sending pictures. Your hand actually fits yeah. in. Tell me, what, what is in, in the middle there? The wine the plant? people. Yes, that's, that's the, the agave, agave plant. plant. So that's what the that's hand looks when they pull it out of the when they pull it out of the grass. That's what it looks like. They're gonna have that. They're gonna they trim them up so they look like that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But normally this whole thing would have these spears kind of going everywhere, mm -hmm. and yep. that's where they they form it. So when they're taking them over, they want them to look like that because it's like the presentation of the of the pina, which mm -hmm. is great. It looks like a golf ball with a crown on the top of it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, really that what it looks like. Yeah. And we'll send out, we'll show you the pics. You'll be able to check that out, lieutenants. All right. So we have uh, concluded our Cinco de Mayo tequila and tequila concoction tasting maneuvers. When we come back, in honor of today's running of the Kentucky Derby in Louisville, Kentucky, we will conduct a special Buckner Mint Julep Ceremony with Mixologist Ryan making a very special old-school mint julep. None of that nonsense with loads of sugar and all the other concoctions. This is the real deal, lieutenants, as the final and concluding segment of this special combination Cinco de Mayo Kentucky Derby of the Cigar Dave Show continues. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com.
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The Buckner family of Kentucky has been synonymous with the making of fine quality mint juleps. In fact, there is something called the Buckner Mint Julep Ceremony. And in March of 1937, the Commandant of the United States Military Academy at West Point, New York, wrote, General William D. Connor wrote to Mr. Buckner requesting the recipe that he had used in making his famous mint julep for the President of the United States at the time. And S.B. Buckner Jr. replied on March 30th, 1937, and this letter is entitled, The Recipe. And I shall do it in the voice of S.B. Buckner Jr. My dearest General Connor, your letter requesting my formula for mixing mint juleps leaves me in the same position in which Captain Barber found himself when asked how he was able to carve the image of an elephant from a block of wood. He replied that it was a simple process, consisting merely of whittling off the part that didn't look like an elephant. The preparation of the quintessence of gentlemanly beverages can be described only in like terms. A mint julep is not the product of a formula. It is a ceremony and must be performed by a gentleman possessing a true sense of the artistic, deep reverence for the ingredients 
and a proper appreciation of the occasion. It is a right that must not be entrusted to a novice, a statistician, God forbid a Yankee. It is a heritage of the Old South, an emblem of hospitality and a vehicle in which noble minds can travel together upon the flower-strewn paths of happy and congenial thought. So far as the mere mechanics of the operation are concerned, the procedure, stripped of its ceremonial embellishments, can be described as follows. Go to a spring where cool, crystal-clear water bubbles from under a bank of dew-washed ferns in a consecrated vessel. Dip a little water at the source. Follow the stream through its banks of green moss and wild flowers until it broadens and treacles through beds of mint growing in aromatic profusion and waving softly in the summer breezes. Gather the sweetest and tenderest shoots and gently carry them home. Go to the sideboard and select a decanter of Kentucky bourbon distilled by a master hand, mellowed with age yet still vigorous and inspiring. An ancestral sugar bowl, a row of silver goblets, some spoons, some ice, and you are ready to start. In a canvas bag, pound twice as much ice as you think you'll need. Make it fine as snow, keep it dry, and don't allow it to degenerate into slush. In each goblet, put a slightly heaping teaspoon of granulated sugar. Barely cover this with spring water and slightly bruise one mint leaf into this, leaving the spoon in the goblet. Then pour elixir from the decanter until the goblets are about one-fourth full. Fill the goblets with snowy ice, sprinkling in a small amount of sugar as you fill. Wipe the outsides of the goblets dry and embellish copiously with mint. Then comes the important and delicate operation of frosting. By properly manipulation, manipulating the spoon, the ingredients are circulated and blended until nature, wishing to take a further hand and add another of its beautiful phenomena, encrusts the whole in a glittering coat of white frost. Thus harmoniously blended by the deft touches of a skilled hand, you have a beverage eminently appropriate for honorable men and genteel beautiful women. When all is ready, assemble your guests on the porch or in the garden, where the aroma of the juleps will rise heavenward and make the birds sing. Propose a worthy toast. Raise the goblet to your lips. Bury your nose in the mint. Inhale a deep breath of its fragrance and sip the nectar of the gods. Oh, being overcome by thirst, I can write no further. Sincerely, S.B. Buckner, Jr. P.S. General, perhaps you know one of our colleagues here in the South. His name is Colonel Angus. Colonel Elangus. <laughs> I couldn't resist that ending. Who could? And, and now you have the S.B. Buckner Mint Julep Ceremony. Mixologist Ryan, you have to top that. That's pretty easy. 
So um, that's a great that's a great way of starting it. Um, I kind of uh, I've done a lot of historical historian work as far as cocktails go. So the way we like to start out, and there's a really great uh, blogger that talks about it, uh, Jeffrey Morgenthaler, uh, really does a fantastic job. So we start off with our sugar cubes. I like brown sugar cubes when we're using brown spirit. Other ones we'll use the white ones. These are brown. So we're going to put two of them in there at the bottom of this nice copper cup. We're going to pour just a little bit of bourbon in there. And that's just to kind of break up the sugar and to kind of start that little process. Now we're going to muddle ever so slightly all this brown sugar goodness. As so as you're SB seeing. S.B. Buckner would say we're muddling right we're now. We're muddling right Some now. Some fine muddling. Some fine muddling. So now that we've got that little paste that we were looking for in our last old-fashioned, we're good to go. So I like a big handful of mint. So we've got about 20 leaves there. Awaken the oils. Give them a little press down into the sugar, just like that. More muddling. Yeah. not You don't want to muddle the mint. You just want to move it around to get the sugar. Gently caress it. Yeah, gently caress it. You know, kind of like the harem late night. There you and go. And then we are going to pour some of that bourbon on the mint on the uh, muddler just to kind of rinse it, and then we're going to pour the rest in. Beautiful. Now, oh, that looks good. We're going to take some of our fresh done ice. We're going to pour that right on top. Take our spoon and give this a little stir. Allow this drink to incorporate and become quite nice, as he kind of said. Ah, yes, as Mr. Buckner would say. Yes. It's uh, genteel. I can, genteel. I can almost see the meta in the spring as the water flows by me. So now we've got, you know, a nice little thing going there. Okay. Now we're going to add the rest of our ice. All right. right and there. we're ready for the finished product. And there it is. We've got our mint top to go right there as well. Oh, i got to take a sip of that. That Boom. is beautiful. Bam. Let me take a sip. Mm. I am overcome with joy. I do declare. In fact, I have a tingling sensation <laughs> between my loins. This, <laughs> this mint julep is so fine. Mixologist Ryan Pines, brilliant much. job, my friend, all the way around. Samadhi yeah, Dave Cavanis, always a, a pleasure. Great. Sergeant Steve, we thank you for our technical operations. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delicatio, always pleasure. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo. Don't forget, load up on the Tums, especially if you have too many of those refried beans.